0: just became a raven.
1: Your art matters.
2: It's what got me
3: here. The oh! Let's go, let's go. Ravens on One, two, three. One,
1: Hello and welcome to The Ravens, a One Tree Hill podcast. I'm Simon and I love One Tree Hill.
2: And I'm John, and I've seen 133 episodes of One Tree Hill.
1: And tonight's episode for debate is season seven, Episode 3, Hold My Hand As I'm Lowered.
0: I'm Drew Barrymore and you're listening to The Ravens Podcast with Simon and Dom.
1: So hello and welcome to The Ravens, a One Tree Hill Podcast where it's always 10.30 at night so time to grab the snacks from the sweet cupboard, move on upstairs and settle in as tonight's episode for debate is Season 7, Episode 3, hold my hand as i'm lowered dom we're here it makes me so excited when i hear that you've seen 133 episodes of one tree hill it really just brings the gravity in of how long we've been doing this for (laughs) how we have not given up or wavered we are still on the road to 187 One Tree Hill episodes, though there's more than 250 on our feed because we've been dedicated to the movies. We've been dedicated to additional content. Patreon? Yes, please. Loads on there. It Sometimes holding the podcast game genre, One Tree Hill genre on our shoulders may look like it's hard work, but yet yeah, we make it look so easy.
2: Effortless. How are you? I'm good. Thank you very much. Uh, I think a lot of that is partly down to the fact that we're the motherfucking gangsters of right now. Say it with me, Simon. We are. We're the mother motherfucking, motherfucking gangsters. Oh,
1: gangsters of. Now I don't right like now. how it's not. It's not oh. unison enough. Can okay. we? <laughs> no. I want it unison. Okay.
2: okay. Am I? Am I slightly behind you? I think on the Zoom, right? yeah so you start and then i'll go and hopefully it all fits in nicely in your head
1: (laughs) okay (laughs) okay we'll go normal voice and then next you'll go german and i'll go normal voice okay (laughs) ready because we're the motherfucking motherfucking gangsters gangsters of of right right now. now bitch now german please because we this are the motherfucking, motherfucking gangsters, gangsters of right, right now, bitch, <laughs> but
2: how are that you? <laughs> I'm hey.
1: good. That was fun. That's nice. When you're 36 yeah. and this is yeah. what you do on a Wednesday night, I think, yeah, good. This is what 10 year old me would have wanted, you know?
2: Yeah, I could have been watching all the football that's on tonight. It's all on Prime, so it's all like good to go. Watch it for free love that. I mean, other than your Prime su- subscription, but no, no, mm. we're sitting here saying with the motherfucking gangsters right now in a German accent. I love it. <laughs> but who's playing? Uh, not, not West Ham. No, the West playing,
1: Ham aren't playing. Playing tomorrow, mate. Well then, and it's, it's alright then. It's alright. Do, do you enjoy watching football other teams play? Like, I don't really have any interest. I mean, it's hard enough to have interest <laughs> full stop, but I don't really have I have zero interest if it's if it's not West Ham or England
2: Yeah I'll watch, I'll watch so I don't really watch England England pissed me off But um, I'll watch all West Ham games that I can like, If I'm not going to them But I'll also watch whatever football is like on Like the other day I watched York City versus Wigan In the FA Cup <laughs> Wow <laughs> Yeah It was foggy man It was foggy They couldn't see the ball <laughs> Okay it was a good game I enjoyed it no I get I
1: get that uh, my dad my dad's like that like enjoys football, yeah, yeah I actually miss playing football. I was saying this to f the other day um but besides being really really busy right now, it's also horrible and wet and dark and cold outside like it really does not seem appealing <laughs> at all spring, summer, yeah. Sure, but I mean, how are you feeling? It's been a while since we've played.
2: Uh, yeah, I do miss it, uh, but I I like the wet, dark, cold, horrible, miserable games. I think it makes does it makes match it your bit... soul? <laughs> is that what it is? <laughs> That's exactly it. Um, it's just a bit more like a bit more of an edge to the game, I guess. Like if you're playing in the summer and it's sunny and it's warm and it's like nice, and people are just kicking it about, oh, it's really hot, so we're not going to run around much. It's a bit boring, isn't it?
1: This really just easily shows a difference in our approach to things, doesn't it? <laughs> I need a bit of edge. Yeah. I need a bit of... I need to run through the rain. You know, in like the third Matrix, when Neo's fighting Agent Smith and it's all raining, and I mean, we all try to block any Matrix sequels out of our <laughs> mind, don't we?
2: Yeah,
1: true. Yes. Well, One Tree Hill, before we get there, minutes before, like as if they knew... Minutes before we started recording, we had a new Raven join. So fresh, I haven't even been able to give them their welcome message, welcome them to the club, you know, give them their membership card, tell them about the secret second entrance around the back, Mm. tell them about Frank, the, you know, bodyguard, security guard, the secret password, which everybody, everybody of course, knows is what, Dom?
2: (laughs) Ravens. (laughs) (laughs)
1: oh i thought it was celery but okay well (laughs) i don't know who's been talking we'll we'll talk to frank about i think
2: frank just lets anyone in
1: (laughs) fucking hell frank frank (laughs) sort it out and then you know about you know the painting that actually has the secret door behind it you know the painting Yeah. you know what the paintings of, right yeah describe the painting just one time
2: so it's about six foot tall Mm. It's not quite fully like on the ground So it's about Half a foot off the ground Obviously mm. on, on the the wall The fake wall that we have there mm. um, And it's um, Paul Johansson Just shirtless mm-hmm. um, Like flexing Like really flexing And just screaming You can't kill Dan Scott In like a speech bubble above him Yeah, And for some reason there's like Bits of Keith's shattered brain on him. (laughs) Oh. Oh. Whoever painted it is fucked up.
1: Well, I don't even know how to take it further than there, but when you get in, obviously there's the bowl of the just yellow M&M's you know, just that never-ending bowl. Um, but there's, like, tongs to get them out, which is nice, so we're not, you know, worrying about...
2: Yeah, actually, if you're um, new, please don't put your hand in. Please use the tongs. We, look, we we had an incident before. We don't want it again. Please just use the tongs, okay? Oh, wait. I'd rather everyone always use, always use the tongs. And some of you, you know who you are, right? You've been told more than once, and it's just getting silly now. The tongs are there for a reason, all right? <laughs> yeah, fuck's sake. <laughs> Doing all all a, a favour. I
1: mean, there's obviously the mini fridge that just has Sprite in it. Um,
2: is, so the, you, you, is the is the cage with the badger still there? I don't know. Wait, well, there was a badger at one point. I'm not sure if that's been let go now.
1: I well if you remember it sort of buried through one of the vents frank thought he'd he'd got it by kind of like flashing his torch flashlight in its eyes but that kind of set it to be rabid yeah um so then he sort of fashioned that cage um so i don't know i mean when was the last time you were down there
2: i haven't been for a couple of weeks just been so busy yeah
1: yeah that bowl better well. not be empty as
2: well. Just saying.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> well, yeah. So we haven't had time to give this person their membership card or anything, or even a message. But coming in just fresh into Junior Varsity, it's so fresh, I'm gonna have to <laughs> go into the app and just double check. Yeah, it's
2: motherfucking Blake. I can't. I, I can't believe. Like I've, just, I've turned up. I've got to. I've got. I've got to training. I haven't even put my whistle on yet And I've noticed something Something has stood out to me Not something, someone, sorry Someone mm. And it's someone that we, we Some. Someone we need to We've got to have them We've got to have them on the team mm-hmm. Like JV won't exist without them Basically
1: It'd be kind of like having a bowl of yellow M&M's With no tongs <laughs>
2: Exactly <laughs> Throw that shit right in the fucking bin Because it doesn't work without this one element The tongs mm. And, and and I've got to say it That this person Is the tongs of our team Okay
1: Be more tong
2: Be more tong That's exactly it the Tong tong to tong 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 That is them I like it when the beat go <laughs> I
1: like it when your booty go Ooh, The tong the tong tong tong
2: Yeah So Blake You are The tongs of the team and that is the highest compliment we could pay you, my friend. Because, Blake, you just became a raven!
1: Welcome, Blake. Welcome. The tongs of the team. Blake, I swear, if you're a one-day, an in-and-out, you know, someone that they join, <laughs> have a quick look at a video or two that we've done, and then peace out, we'll be so disappointed. Will the tongs Not...
2: move on to someone new? It'll be hard to replace Blake, to be honest
1: mean <laughs> Yeah, it would. It would. And yeah. more than anything, heartbreaking. I need a pair of tongs to piece my heart back together.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Just fix me up with those tongs.
1: So One Tree Hill is a show that we cover. Sometimes. And oh man, just side note. They were like, yay, they're going to start. No. Um, (laughs) No,
2: no, no, no. no.
1: They're starting a Prison Break podcast with two of the cast members. I'm so excited about it. They sent me on a spiral of looking at Prison Break things. So my Mm -hmm. algorithm on Instagram (laughs) and YouTube is all into Prison Break things. And now I'm so desperate to rewatch, which means I'm so desperate to podcast it. Oh, come on, oh, <laughs> it's so good and you was enjoying it. We did free episodes, they are on, I believe, yes, I'm pretty sure they are on our Patreon. So if you want to listen to free episodes, I'm pre- all I really remember about it was there was a lot of talk about my belly button fluff and whether it could be fashioned
2: into some sort of escape device. And you, you were keeping hold of it for a while as well <laughs> to see how much you could gather <laughs> In, in the time
1: <laughs> i think you remember i was storing it on a shelf in a cupboard in my on suite which f was unaware of yeah. um and i was sending you updates as
2: it was building that's it is it do you think it's cuz you've moved house since so is yes. it, is someone now contending with your belly button fluff pile
1: susan <laughs> what's this well, it's not mine! It's <laughs> like some sort of mouse that's been in the dryer. <laughs> There's
2: a lot there. Why is there so much hair in it?
1: <laughs> some of it's grey.
2: <laughs> 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 Aging. Poor mouse.
1: No, no, I must have. I'm pretty sure I... When that podcast, the Prison Break podcast ended after three episodes, I'm pretty sure that that ended too. So, so. did the ball of... <laughs> yeah but it's i'm so sad that we don't have more time to be able to watch more tv and podcast more like i really am sad like it that it's not possible like it's hard we very 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 rarely podcast twice a week like as in we try and we cram in, in a Wednesday, we cram in two podcasts and a watch-along. I mean, we really make the most of the time. It's hard <laughs> to get it. Is, this <laughs> is
2: longer than my actual work day. <laughs> a lot of the time.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, dear. Yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I, I don't know. I'm really conflicted in my mind. Everyone... In like Patreon everywhere, it's like please do Vampire Diaries, do Dawson's Creek, or do it. I think nah, I think it's Prison Break or Lost. I mean, <laughs> the, <laughs> what would you if you had to choose right now between those two? What would you want to do?
2: Um, Lost.
1: Do you think are you, is it because you worry that Prison Break takes a decline after the first few seasons?
2: Are
1: you saying Lost doesn't? No. Yeah, it doesn't. Pe- okay. People people say... Oh, yeah, but I think a lot of people got Lost because it started getting a bit more sci-fi, which is... <laughs> yes, I didn't even mean to do that pun. <laughs> it started to get more sci-fi. Uh, but I like, I like I like sci-fi in these kind of realms. Like, when I was a kid growing up, I used to love watching Quantum Leap with my dad. It's like yeah, that... Yeah. I don't know how to explain it. It's like that kind of sci-fi I really like, where it's... Sci-fi in present day In the world Mm. You know what I mean
2: Yeah, yeah, definitely I I like Quantum Leap was brilliant They did a remake There's a remake Um, But I I say remake It's like a continuation of it And that's that's out now, I think It's available somewhere I've never seen it But, yeah Um, I, 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 I... I think Lost, just instinctively I think Lost Because we've said it much more than we've mentioned Prison Break But I don't mind, do whatever, I'll do both Is there, is there
1: any way of doing both at the same time?
2: Well, Yeah, but we'd have to stop doing films
1: <laughs> Like we do an episode of Lost and then we do an episode of Prison Break It's the, it's the watch along though, we couldn't watch two episodes like, could we? Unless we said no talking at the watch along. It's no <laughs> one can talk.
2: We we don't want to. We don't want to speak to you. We just want to watch two episodes of this and go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, we could. Or we could do one of them we don't watch live. Like one of them we just watch in our own time, and the other one we watch. Put it to a vote. Live. Which uh, one we watch live.
2: I think more people would vote for Lost. Yeah.
1: But people don't get it, man. Prison Break is the fucking shit. Like, it's so good. and I mean, but also there's things that we're not used to. It's so violent. Like, as in there's parts where, you, you know, there's prison riots and all kinds of shit going down.
2: Yeah. I, I think on a watch along it might be a little bit more comfortable. To show lost than prison break, of
1: people getting shanked in <laughs> yeah. the showers and stuff,
2: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know,
3: hey, tea, everyone, that's tea bag. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, just
2: watching Teabag like drag people around, like hold my pocket. <laughs> like, fucking hell, come on! <laughs> <laughs> Happy Wednesday. <laughs>
1: okay well okay we'll we'll decide but i'm very excited i'm very excited but let's talk about one tree hill which i'm also excited about because we're in we're we're breaking through into into season three right now three is it
2: episode
1: three
2: episode three yeah season
1: seven we're breaking in via episode three of season seven (laughs) dom how are you finding season seven so far
2: uh, not too bad. It's t- t- certainly a big surprise in the last episode. Certainly a big surprise. Uh, with the uh, an announcement or the reveal of who Dan Scott's who the current Mrs. Scott is. I assume she's a Mrs. Scott. Um, yeah,
1: they called her Mrs. Scott in this episode,
2: did they? Oh, I didn't pay any attention. As soon as she appears, I just well, like, I'd go blank. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Disassociate,
2: just go so numb. <laughs> have, you
1: seen, have you seen? Get out, yeah. We I mean, know he's in the sunken
2: place, yeah. <laughs> like. That's it, but yeah. Um, yeah, other than that, it's, it's all right, you know. There's a, a lot of drama already. Um, Rachel's proving to be her usual bitchy self, I think. Um, and it's proving to be a bit of a scumbag. Dan is on this redemption journey, and we find out. How they met and got together In this episode um, I said it might have been rehab, turns out Strip club um, uh, What else? Like, uh, I mean we get, We've we got some serious stuff obviously that's going on with Nathan And then Quinn There's some stuff going on Clay, there's some like deeper stuff Going on with him I think But I can't quite figure out what that is And the mouth And skill stuff is just like Stupid shit that doesn't need to be in it. To be honest, you get rid of all that. It's bending both off. To be honest, yeah.
1: Wow. <laughs> we we got to see Mouth the Python with an actual. Well, was it a Python? It was a snake, but let's pretend for argument's sake. It was a Python, double Python on the screen. Yeah. He was only scared because he was like, "What are you doing out of my trousers?" <laughs> yeah, <laughs>
2: I wasn't expecting you yet. <laughs> it's no, not time. No.
1: Uh, well, there, there's a there's so many things to say. as Sophie's about to join us in a, in a second, so I don't want to say too much before she gets here. Uh, so I'll, I'll say I'll save I'll save the points that I was gonna say. I was gonna say some stuff about Rachel, but but we'll we'll wait. All right, let's set the scene.
2: It's
3: 2017, you are pushing 30 years old and have just watched
2: the finale of Pretty Little Liars. You're wearing your feathered earrings and
0: your red coat and you swore you'd never watch this show again. Countless hours spent on message boards researching A conspiracies. Time you will never get back. Okay, so fast forward to 2023 and you call yourself a teen drama
3: aficionado just finished a podcast dissecting every salacious episode of Gossip Girl, and you're looking for something to fill the void. Your listeners begged you for years, yes, years, to cover Pretty Little Liars on your
0: podcast network, and for once, you're considering it? Hell, you're geared to do it? Making you, well, a liar. Liars. Alas, We Are Liars podcast was born. I'm Michelle. And I'm Liz. And we're Total Betty Podcast Network. And we recap every single episode, spoiler-free, of Pretty Little Liars at Nauseum. Every exaggerated gasp, inappropriate relationship, and altogether fantasy this show holds.
2: Listen every Wednesday to We Are Liars as I Liz, the veteran, and Michelle Newby, talk spoiler-free about the wildness that is
3: pretty little liars.
0: Available wherever you get your podcasts.
1: Yeah, it's 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 an interesting opening to a season. I think we get a lot of fresh topics or storylines or conundrums for the characters to be working through. Yeah.
2: when you're watching it, like what's what age sense do you get from the characters? When you watch it when like just thinking about it, watching it, all the stuff that they're going through, they're living through right now. I mean the young the the younger characters. Like what what age do you see them as?
1: Well na well, I always have seen them older than what they're portraying. But to me, these are people in like that are like thirty. Yeah. Surely. Like twenty eight like, to thirty. Like twenty eight to yeah, thirty two maybe in that kind of bracket. But they're supposed to be like twenty four.
2: Yeah. I think that yeah, like close to twenty five. And that's yeah, it just seems so Bizarre! So much stuff is happening in their lives at such an early period. I think I, st- I, c- I just I can't help but see that, uh, and that like, um, the writers made like a huge error. They should have in...
1: jumped the time way further, like yeah. another five years. Yeah. Wait, definitely. hang on. Pa- pause that for because this is really important. So Sophie's here. So let's come back to that because I completely agree. It is, it's jarring. And I think you just have to, we just have to make that adjustment in our mind to make it compute. But speaking of computing, on our computer, we are joined by legendary Raven. Australian gets here so early in the morning, I can't even fathom what time it may be. But does she show up? Yes. A fan of Lost? Yes. If we were going to have that discussion about which should we be podcasting Prison Break or Lost next... We know it's going to be lost with Sophie. She's nodding. (laughs) Sophie, you also have my favorite moment of the podcast, I think, or one of. Definitely a top three moment when Paul Johansson came on. That's such a, like your face, Dom's face, perfect. Sophie, welcome back. How's it going?
0: Hi, I'm good. How are you guys?
2: Not bad, not bad. Nice to see you. And thank you for joining us so early.
0: Oh, thank you for having me so early. I was actually, I was so eager that I actually logged on this time 24 hours ago.
2: (laughs) Yes, true.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I completely mixed up my days and I actually logged on yesterday. And so I sat here on Zoom for like 15 minutes and I was like, this is weird. I was like, they're not usually this late. I was like. Are they chanting, make her wait right now?
3: (laughs) (laughs) We wouldn't (laughs) do that to you.
0: I know. I was like, this is really unlike them. And then I went back to the messages and I was like, oh, wait, no. Like, it's Wednesday night, UK time. Anyways, I got here.
1: (laughs) The time difference is crazy. I think I told this semi-recently somewhere, but the very short version is when F and I flew from America to Australia, we lost an entire day. And we checked into the hotel, and they're at the, in Australia, in Melbourne. And the guy was like, "Oh, you? We had you in for yesterday." I was like, "What?" And so we'd already paid like a night that just because I had messed up the time. I was so upset, so yeah. upset. So uh, yeah, I totally get it. But what what time is it there? Seven a.m. Okay, it's early. It's early to be podcasting.
0: It's not too bad. It's never too early.
1: that's the that's the perfect answer well we were just we're just breaking the ice over this episode really but we're talking about season seven in general and dom just brought up a really good question well i'll let you say
2: it dom well thank you uh we're just talking about the the ages of the characters specifically the younger the younger characters because it's something that we've brought up quite a few times before when i'm watching this and when simon's watching this we kind of see them as being about 28 to 32 within that bracket. They're in their like late 20s, going to be early 30s. and um, But it's still sort of framed that they're 24, 25 in that kind of area. So what age do you see them as? And yeah, what, how do you kind of feel about the the time jump? Because I think it's been written so bad, like so wrong. We should have we caught up with their ages by now, their real ages.
0: Yeah, no, I was actually thinking the same thing when I was watching it. It's like in the time jump, I feel like they should be acting the ages that they were like at the start of season five, if that makes sense. Um, Yeah. Now it seems like they're 30, I feel, Mm. but in reality they're 25. And I think I just have to forget about it when I'm watching it because it annoys me too much. And even like just jumping into the episode, like when you see like Quinn, Haley and Brooke just have like a casual drink. Well, I guess I've done that in all the adult seasons, but I don't know, maybe it's just an Australian thing, but when you're like in your early twenties, it's never just a casual drink. Yeah, It's like, we're going to buy the cheapest alcohol from the bottle shop and just get smashed, but they're all very adult.
2: Yeah, and Haley had like a scotch or whatever.
0: yeah,
3: <laughs> a
2: twenty-five oh. year old is drinking scotch. It's just crazy. I
0: would never. <laughs> yeah.
1: when, when I was in in my early twenties in Australia, I um I have a really good friend that's Australian. We used to do this thing exactly that buying the cheapest alcohol we could, and we would actually be wine in a box. And the idea would be you drink you drink it, and then you'd blow the air air back into the box, and then the box was your pillow because we'd be sleeping like outside and things
0: well you really had the ultimate australian experience (laughs) oh i've (laughs) done that many times in my youth
1: (laughs) they actually bought me like a wife earth like vest and everything (laughs) to like be proper australian um but yeah it was it was a good time i was there for six weeks um it was over christmas as well uh this is when i was 21 i think and yeah it was wild man like it was just drinking in my friend's garden just every single night <laughs> like and his parents were away like they were teaching English as like a sec- second language in like Vietnam I think and it was like they were doing this really cool thing and we were just like not destroying their house but essentially they were just you know yeah, drinking a lot in their house. The recycling bin was just fit. You know, like at the end of a club night where you, there'd be like those massive plastic bins that has got all of the, like, the bottles in. It was like that just constantly. But yeah, good time. But the, I don't ever see Brooke doing that. She's never like sleeping on an empty box of wine, you
2: know? It's because she, she's paying half a million dollars for whatever her name is. Alex, is it? To um, to do that for her, I guess.
0: Exactly. I always think that. Um, but yeah. Well, I had no idea you were staying in Sydney for so long. That's awesome. And the good thing about those wine boxes is that you pay like ten dollars and it lasts you like a month. So really <laughs> had your travel budget down pat. Right.
1: <laughs> and do you know just a bit? I've just had a bit of a core memory unlocked, and it just this references what Dom and I loosely were talking about before you came on is there was a Australian brand of beer that we would get because it was cheap. Was it called Hammer and Tongs? Or Hammer and... Maybe I'm making the tongs part up because we were talking about tongs earlier. It's like Hammer and something. <laughs> I'll, I'll Google it. But yeah, good times. <laughs> Sophie, have you ever been to the UK?
0: Yeah, once. Actually, I just went to London like eight years ago now, seven years ago. Yeah. It was nice. nice. I'd like to do it properly.
2: Did you sleep on the streets?
0: Yeah, I was in a (laughs) hostel. (laughs) Uh, And I remember there was, um, it was back in like 2016 during like, you know, when all like the terrorist attacks were kind of happening in Europe. Remember that era? Yeah. And there was like a stabbing in the street in London, like at the hostel I was going to stay at like the following night. So yeah, I was a bit nervous, but it was all right. It all worked out. It happens.
2: You made, you made it back <laughs> in one
0: yeah. piece. It was all right. But um, I really liked London. I feel like it's kind of similar to Australian cities in a way. Well, like it didn't ever... feel as different as I thought it would.
1: Mm. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's true. I think I, I've seen when we are in Australia, it's kind of that. To us it felt kind of British with a slight American twang because there's like some seven elevens and things like that that are a bit more American-y that's like oh, okay that's cool but yeah definitely similar if you're ever back in the UK you me and Dom could go to a bar and have a scotch and sit down and just <laughs> have one or two and not you know end up in the gutter so because we're of that age you know
0: perfect. <laughs> um... I'm actually going to Europe next year, and I don't know if I'm going to the UK or not yet. But if I am,
1: oh, that's cool! I don't know
3: who, to, who to call?
1: <laughs> yeah, stop in on us. Stop the obligatory
2: us. obligatory trip to Nando. Yes. yes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, I feel like oh, almost you- every Raven would have done that by the time this podcast is. It's every finished. real,
1: every real to. Raven, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the hardcore Ravens know know what Nando's is about. Well, you have Nando's there anyway, right? But
0: I don't think we do anymore. We used to, but they've all closed down, sadly. Oh shit! Yeah, but no, I will say actually, when I went to London, I honestly did have Nando's like twice a day because it was right next to where we were staying. <laughs>
2: Nice.
1: <laughs> there, you, there you go. There you go. Well, let's let's get in. Let's get into this episode here. So, where do you want to start? Who do you want to start with,
0: Sophie? Great question. Should we start with Haley and Nathan?
2: Excellent,
1: Dom. You know what's up. You know what well...
2: you want. <laughs> An, an interesting episode for Haley and Nathan because Nathan has admitted to Haley that they're that well not admitted anything but explained the situation that this girl, a name I cannot remember, is claiming to be pregnant with his child three months in. What's her name? Renee. Renee, that's it. Renee, the whore. And yeah, or
1: yeah, <laughs> a, a slut with perfect teeth, as yeah. Haley put it.
2: <laughs> yeah. Uh, Renee um is basically saying, Give me money, um, or this goes to the press and it's a contract year for Nathan, so it's it's all a bit of a difficult situation. And his agent, uh, Clay is saying, you know, we can deal with this in, in two ways is we, you know, deal with it head on, kinda wait for that baby to come out and test it and see if it is yours, or we pay her off to to keep her quiet and like have like non disclosure agreements and stuff like that. So um Nathan kind of gives those options to Haley. Haley then freaks out and goes and like smashes Clay's face in but verbally um and it's all a bit like sad and up in the air and she's a bit stuck. She she's not sure whether to trust Nathan or not and you can kind of see that turmoil in her in this episode. Um but I think as we get towards the end that she does start to trust him because she you know goes to Clay and says, you know, you want to give her money for something that he hasn't done and you know, I think there's that good sort of trusting element. And she goes out for drinks with the girls, but has less than half a scotch and leaves. So, yeah, that's that's kind of the main focus of her story.
1: And and Nathan ends the episode by having to tell Jamie what's going on, um, like walking out to the swing set. It's, it's really difficult. I, I don't know if I would say um she's not trusting him I mean maybe but I think it's more like you allowed this to happen you know like by being at parties and you know putting yourself in the situation you've made yourself vulnerable um but I don't know maybe you're right maybe it's a trust thing too what what do you make of it Sophie?
0: Yeah I think I agree with you but um something I did like was that she actually referenced when she was talking to him about how like he did get married and have a baby like straight out of high school. So, you know, like that is, I guess we're just used to it cause we love Nathan and Haley, but we're like, Oh, that actually is so rare. <laughs> and you know, it would be understandable if he like ever did have those feelings. Well, not to ever take action upon it, but if he was ever, you know, conflicted maybe, but, but yeah. And, and it, that makes yeah. makes dumb.
2: Oh, I was going to say the only reason I think there's that mistrust is because he sits next to her and says, "You know, I didn't do it right. You know, I didn't sleep with her or do anything else with her." And she doesn't ever at any point go like, "Oh," and I, I wouldn't expect her to, but she doesn't at any point go, "Yes, I, I believe you, or yes, I trust you, or yes, okay, I, I accept the fact that you're you're telling me that and you you didn't do anything. Let's let's bury her. She's just <laughs> very very much along the lines of." Oh, but she's, she's has beautiful, te- like perfect teeth, and she's, uh, you know, attractive, and you married young, and you've gone off and done this thing, and it's what sports stars do. And, you know, so she's kind of, it's almost accepting of it in a weird way. She's accepting that that's happened, and that's something you've done. And we kind of need to find out so we can deal with the aftermath and, you know, decide what we're going to do from then on. Uh, but I think that he then does eventually convince her and sway her, and is like, actually. I'm being as genuine as I could possibly be here. I haven't done anything, and yeah,
1: yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think she's she's a bit she's a bit insecure from it, isn't she? Um, making those comments about her having the perfect teeth and all of that stuff, and it must be difficult because he's an MBA, famous, you know, celebrity athlete. He would and obviously good looking and all the rest of it. So he doing his it'd be like links to us is it called links or axe body spray for you sophie
0: links <laughs>
1: we get link. okay i think in america it's called axe but yeah. you know that kind of uh commercials and all that with his with his top off and whatever and i think you're right sophie as well that like um that's what one tree hill can be quite good at It's sometimes like it can be a bit more nuanced like you can show a character doing a negative thing and show how they got there you know the reasoning to it which actually a big problem i have with the movie love actually that dom and i are actually podcasting later tonight on a different we're guests on someone else's podcast um so we'll go into that a bit later but <laughs> that's a sidebar <laughs> but yeah okay so sophie if you were nathan what would you do? Would you pay or would you, you know, tell her to do one?
0: I think they ultimately did the right thing in the end just by telling her to, you know, she's a lying bitch because even, I don't know. I feel like you see with these things, like even if you do pay the money, like it it kind of feels like there is no guarantee. Like they could still, and even with those NDAs and stuff, it feels like they can, you know, still screw you over in the end. And she doesn't deserve the money. That's a lot of money. Mm.
1: And Dom, I think we know exactly what (laughs) you would say, but for the uh, record... (laughs) I would be
2: be Clay. I would be sitting opposite her. I'd stick my middle finger up and I'd be like, go fuck yourself, see you in court, bitch, and then leave.
1: (laughs) It is really tough, though, because if you look at... um, Okay, like famous cases... It's going to lead into a controversial <laughs> topic here, but famous cases. Michael Jackson settled a lot of issues out of court. Instantly, it's looked at as yeah, because he did it, so he's just wanting it to go away. Now, I'm not mm. saying he did do it, didn't do it. Who knows? Um, I've always been a kind of on the fence and maybe slightly a Michael defender. Ugh. <laughs> I just love his music so much, Sophie. It's so hard. <laughs> <laughs> it's top five. It's top five. It's top five. But oh, dear. Let's not talk about it anymore. But the, the, the thing he. That's another problem. It, it yeah, it's yeah. a whole. That's <laughs> it lo- lawsuit. <laughs> it looks like guilt, doesn't it?
2: But can I. Right. Okay. So either way, I think it looks like guilt. I think either way, like you're damned if you do, you're damned if you don't. So you're going to pay off this person where hopefully no one finds out but if somebody finds out and it leaks or whatever then i look guilty cuz i've paid them off or i go through the the rigmarole of going f- through to going to court or it comes out in the media or something like that and i look guilty anyway so i think he's he's damned either way so he it, if if you know you're innocent and you believe you're innocent then you might as well f- stand and fight it i think but there is something to be said for I don't want the noise, I don't want the drama, I don't want my family to be affected, I don't want, you know, they're affected enough as it is, let's just Mm. kill it, and if killing it is giving them a lot of money, then, you know, okay, that makes sense as well. So there's arguments for both sides, isn't there?
1: (laughs) A price to pay as a reminder to not take pictures like that. Have you seen the famous pictures of Keanu Reeves, where when he puts his arms around people, you can see the gap between his hand and arm and them like he puts a gap between oh, so that yeah. no one can yeah. ever say that he's like touched them inappropriately or anything like that yeah it's like clever you have to protect yourself because people people can be terrible people and try and extort you
2: yeah it's clever but it's sad as well Sad yeah that, that people have to live that way they're like trying to be so careful
1: yeah exactly uh well dom i guess we need a prediction <laughs> it, so it, it ended we'll talk about Clay as a separate thing in a moment but just to end that storyline it ended with them giving her nothing and yeah we said in uh, Nathan having to tell Jamie because it's going to go public we assume so what is your prediction
2: um, yeah Clay basically walks in spits in her face and walks out so I like that that was good that was a power move from Clay, I'm starting to like, it. I'm warming to him now. Um, I, look, I think Nathan is innocent. I think he's, I think he's done enough stupid shit in his life to, for us to kind of work out when he is and isn't lying. So I, I think he's, you know, being tr- like honest and true. And I, I really, really hope that Haley sees that as well. And I think she's gonna find it difficult, but she's gonna stand by him. But I, I think I said that last week as well. Like if she finds out. Um like when she did find out, it's just like that's the moment where it's going to be really difficult for her because she's going to be really self conscious and have to try and decide if like she believes him or if she doesn't. And that was kind of this episode. So I think now she's decided she believes him. It's about fighting Renee and making sure that any dirt they can dig up on Renee is is probably what's coming next. You know, or she's done this before, or you know, this has happened and that's happened. So um, I believe Nathan. I think Haley will stick with him. I think it's going to be. A bit of a long road of proving it because, well, at least six months, <laughs> you know. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I think it's all a nonsense. I'd be surprised if there's even a baby at all.
1: Okay. <laughs> all right. We will see. We will see. Sophie, where are we going next?
0: Oh, should we go to Clay while we're already talking about him?
1: Definitely. Can you, why don't you tell us a bit about Clay? How do you feel about him in this episode and in general so far?
0: I like Clay. I don't know. I feel like there's something about him. Um, I guess he's kind of charismatic, but um, basically, we just see Clay. Where does he start? So he is, he has that scene with Haley where, um, yeah, she's kind of, she goes over there to roast him. And goes off at him And then I guess he's just trying to figure out How to handle this And um Where else do we see him
1: He's at the he also... river court with Nathan
0: <laughs> Yeah Oh I will never be able to look at that scene The same after the watch along
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, I listened Back to the watch along version While I was walking Luna because Dom you were just Loving it loving it Where mouth was saying <laughs> mouth I comes forgot. up and he's like I oh i just want to he's like nathan can i have a word and clay's like about what <laughs> like, about <laughs> what fuck you I, I couldn't believe i couldn't i i cannot believe that uh mouth sort of saying you know yeah off the record you know dep- he's almost saying you know depending on what it is you know and saying that Uh, And Nathan saying, you know, well, you have to do you got to do what you got to do and all those kind of things. Like, What kind of friend are you? You know, like if that's your friend, you're a reporter and something happens with them in the news that's negative, right? You would just have to say to your station manager, your line manager, hey, it's a conflict of interest for me. It's someone that I have a personal relationship with. It's not something I'm looking to report on. You have to give it to someone else, like that other dude that's so thirsty for Mouth to do that story. Also, just just while we're doing this little rant here, the the guy that says to says to Mouth, "Oh, hey, you know Nathan had a disagreement in a restaurant with a woman the other day. You know, my friend saw it. Maybe there's a story there." And mouth's like, well, I had a disagreement about who had the last piece of key lime pie, but that's not exactly, you know, newsworthy. You're not exactly newsworthy, McFadden, you little bitch. Basically, what he said, different words. Um, but he says McFadden at the beginning, and then he use he calls him mouth. And I was thinking, okay, I had a nickname growing up, right, from primary school, secondary school, even into college. But then I got a job, and was no longer referred to by this nickname. I was referred to as my name. I don't know, like, as particularly if your nickname is mouth. Do you? How do you feel about being in a professional environment and people still referring to you as this? Thanks, guys. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I was waiting for Sophie. <laughs> oh, um. I know while you were saying that, it just made me think that mouth is such a, a strange name, but we're obviously used to it now after watching it for so long. But um, no, I feel like, I don't know. I don't really know anyone that kind of goes in with their nickname into their job. Usually, even if you still get called that nickname, like with your friends, like at work, you just kind of go by your actual name, Marvin. But yeah, interesting.
1: Did you have a nickname <laughs> growing up, Sophie?
0: Yeah, my last name's Goodwin, so I always used to get Goodsy.
1: (laughs) Goodsy, yeah,
2: Yeah. makes (laughs)
0: sense. Yeah.
2: Are you asking me if I had a nickname? (laughs) I don't think, I don't know, did I? You tell me.
1: I guess Dom is kind of of a a shortened name. It's a
2: shortened version of my actual name, yeah. Dom. Everyone's always just called me Dom. I wouldn't it's dare one, call me anything else. Well oh, it's one <laughs> syllable, it's just e it's
1: just there, isn't it? John.
2: Yeah. Used, there used to be a guy at university That used to call me cherry which used to really wind me up. Why? This guy from Leeds, he'd be off like, hey, Cherry Man. i a like, oh, fuck off. Oh, that sounded a chance were you
1: a like a cherry once like, a cherry once? Like, how did to no, happen? No, garcia
2: the surname is Garcia. to oh, Cherry Garcia. So, cherry to get a to call me Cherry, and I'm like, this is just stupid. You're stupid. It, you're an idiot. Stay away from me. <laughs>
1: it is the best flavor of Ben and Jerry's though, <laughs> and I did only buy it the first time when I was a kid because of you because it had your name in it, and I was like, "It's the bet." And they don't sell it in the UK anymore. You can only get it in cinemas. There's
2: a reason. <laughs> Why? Because it's the bet. Do you not like it? I no. I I made sure they put. I put a stop to it. Basically, oh, you. Okay. ever since he he called me Cherry, that's ben. it. It's enough. No more. That's the only name I can think of, really, that someone used to call me. That was very annoying.
1: Well, in, in primary school, and this actually came from <laughs> from our Family Man episode, my primary school girlfriend <laughs> called me Skibs. S-K-I-B-S. Skibs. This is when we were, like, 11. and um, And that just, for some reason, stuck. And... I was. It then got transformed later. This is all by other people. This wasn't, like, self-proclaiming. Uh, it turned into Skibbers, S-K-I-B-B-A-S. And then that just stuck until I was, like, about 22, 23. Um, to the point I had people's parents were calling me it. Um, even our headmaster at our school, at our primary school, used to call me Skibs for the for the school football team. Yeah. Um, so yeah, but if if I was at work now and someone was just like, "Hey, Skibbers," I'd be like, "Uh, hey,
2: you're fired." <laughs> yeah.
1: it's, it's love. It's lovely. Like, thank you. But
2: also, I'm 36. Our, so. um, our mutual friend that we often mention, he mm-hmm. still refers to you as Skibbers. Mm-hmm. Is that not weird?
1: Yeah. His mum does too. <laughs> That sounds like it's some sort of like, some sort of joke. Like, yeah, your mum, no, his mum, he's lovely, really lovely. But yeah, she <laughs> refers to me as that as well, yeah. It's just, okay. it's stuck. Interesting. But then I put it into uh, Urban Dictionary once and was surprised that it had a, a second meaning. Oh. But I'll let, I'll let people discover that on Google <laughs> if they want to. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that's when it all stopped
1: <laughs> <laughs> but all right okay so clay yes uh and clay also uh well he has a bit of back and forth with quinn in uh in trick and looks like he's going to go home with alex but that doesn't seem doesn't go to fruition busy with work a bit sidetracked Quinn judgmental of uh Clay for going home you know with Alex Are you're going to be that guy I mean potentially because we're thinking that that she's got she's catching a feeling there maybe what are we saying
0: Sophie might also be projecting because <laughs> she's obviously stuck in this yeah this marriage <laughs> um <laughs> Yeah, she, you know, she just seems like she's kind of stuck and she can't do anything. And maybe she's projecting because she wants to go home with the guy at the bar, but can't. <laughs> but right. it does kind of seem like that, doesn't it? That she's into it.
1: Yeah, it and, feel and that way. And Dom, there's there was some chatter on the Discord where people were saying it's kind of a. This is maybe in the spoiler section, so maybe you didn't... I don't think you've seen, but saying it's kind of a... This isn't the spoiler. It's kind of a bit of a rough entrance for Quinn as a character because she's coming in kind of on a low because she's having this breakup or marital dispute, let's say. And so it kind of... She's coming in negative, so it's a bit... Not harder to like, but... Like Clay came in and it was quite fun and jovial and he's throwing tennis balls against the wall and being Jerry Maguire. And she's sort of coming in on a bit of a low. I mean, are you feeling the effects of that?
2: Yeah, I guess a little bit. I did think today um, when I was rewatching it, thinking I don't really like her very much. She's quite difficult to get on board with. Um, And it was when the phone was ringing and she's in the bar and I assume that's the husband turns up. Um, What was his name? Is it David? Yeah. Um, When he turns up and says, you know, answer, you've got to talk to me sometime. He kind of immediately takes the position of like victim in the scenario, I think. Um, And she's the one that's very much kind of left him and got away. And she basically says that he's like watching paint dry. He's, (laughs) you know, he's not the man she married. He's, you know, it's almost like when she looks at Clay, she sees a man who's got Kind of energy and a bit of life and aspirations And he's doing different things, he's got different clients And this, that and the other And she puts herself in a category of his like client list Said, oh, I'd be one of these people And I can't remember what he says But that becomes a, a, a brief moment Of conversation, it's like, right, I'm going to go off With this girl now and, you know Do things at home with her And she's she's like <laughs> disap- She's disappointed, I think, for, for two reasons Like, ugh, you know, you're that You're that guy, are you? You're like that typical man, but also Oh, I'm not that. I'm not with that guy. I think there's. I think there's two sides of that coin. Mm. Um, but I. I think uh, she really winds me up when she a Hayley Bob as well. Just just drop the Bob. No one else is saying the fucking Bob. Just it's it's done. You've done it to death. That's enough. You can leave that now. You know it's very annoying. But um, I, I think she's a a sort of character that will g- grow and develop, and we'll find out that you know David's a prick or you know did something stupid. So. You know, and then we'll end up liking her.
1: Hmm. It's How do you feel, Sophie, about Quinn?
0: <laughs> um, I do like Quinn, but every time, like, I watch, like, and just speaking up to this episode, um, it always feels like that this storyline with, like, the husband, like, kind of drags on. You know, it does feel like, yeah, I think it, whatever I was saying was right, that it it is like she comes in, like, kind of on this downer. But um, she definitely has potential, and I do like it.
1: Yeah, I I was only I was also only laughing when you earlier Don when you said, you know I'm gonna take this girl home and do things with her. I just instantly think take her home and do things. You know, arts and crafts, puzzles. <laughs> you know, don't, don't have to say what these things are. I what I found in this episode, which I think is just a little bit common within the show, is that okay? She's a photographer. She's young, right? Like we're saying, she's meant to be in her uh, mid-20s, though we're seeing her as in her late 20s. But, like, a photographer at this level, I want to see her, like, having to be the photographer for picture day at a, a secondary school or, like, the doing the prom pictures. Like, as in, where's the day-to-day stuff? No, she's straight in shooting magazine covers with movie stars right it's like come on where's the i know there's some nepotism going there that got her that that job but instantly brooks you know i'm a fan of your work I'm this hey she may be super talented as a photographer but it's like show us some people grinding to get there you know like we saw that with mouth a little bit but even even our man mouth was sleeping his way up to the top <laughs> right like we yeah. need, I'd like we need a bit of hustle. Bit there's of there's
2: no there's no real struggle from anyone, is there? It's like the most fortunate town in the <laughs> yes. world, where yes. like opportunity will just land at your feet, and and they'll and they'll take it, and it you know there'll be some wavy kind of rough moments, but they'll see it through and they'll be fine and they'll come out the end of it even better off than they already were. Hey, you know, it's
1: you crazy. Sh- you, sh- you shot your brother. That's all right. How about a book deal and a TV show? <laughs> you know <laughs> exactly. Just... Sorry, can't we're dying.
2: Uh, I just sort of can't help but feel that Lucas is probably the only one who had a tougher upbringing than the rest. But even yeah, he's he's the only one that didn't like like Nathan grew up a, like a millionaire's kid, right? Yeah. So he he was like loving life and having fun and enjoying it and stealing buses and stuff. And <laughs> Lucas grew up as a hard single mum, you know. Working like working single mum, sorry, um, who had a tough life and fucked up hands, and um, (laughs) yeah, no no physical contact from from his parents, and relied on his mechanic uncle who had a drink problem to to kind of get him through.
1: Do you you know what they call Karen on the streets? (laughs) Callous Karen.
2: (laughs) Callous Karen. (laughs) (laughs) Fucked up
0: hands Karen. Like If I was 25 and running away to a different town, like my hometown, the biggest thing would be like, what am I going to do for money? What am I going to do for work? Especially just in your mid to early 20s. I don't know. Money, money's hard. Yeah. (laughs) Struggle. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Yeah, such a big part of that.
1: That age. And then in the mix, we've got. Alex Dupre, we're kind of going all over the place, but let's kind of let's go- continue with this mess. Let's go all over the place, and then we'll get all your predictions. You know, going going forward, Alex Dupre, she's kind of being used as comic relief in some regards, but in this episode, we're starting to see there's uh, some layers or a little bit more going on underneath. She's taken a liking to our boy Julian. Who she thinks is a PA and works out as a producer, and he's very smooth with the with the coffee orders. Oh, Quinn! I called Haley to get your coffee order. Like, God, it's so the opposite to me. Like, I like hate getting people coffee. I don't know if it's because I don't drink coffee or because I'm just a selfish bastard. But I just like <laughs> it's not like a complete waste of my time getting someone <laughs> else a beverage. Like, I have things to do. Is that bad to say? <laughs> Like, you've interrupted my toast time. Like I, don't... <laughs> I think he's just see... infinitely a better person than me. That's what we... Do
2: you mean anyone in particular? Like, you, you seem really <laughs> upset that you have to get someone a coffee, like, regularly. <laughs> you are ruining my life by making me get bring you one cup of coffee a day
1: (laughs) I'm sorry f I'm sorry okay (laughs)
2: there it is oat milk latte (laughs) I know oh dear
1: no I do need to get her more oat milk lattes but I just don't drink them Sophie like you know
0: yeah if I didn't drink it I'd probably feel the same because the best part about getting someone else a coffee is getting yourself one as well and it's like yes
1: yeah what am I I gonna do drink a can of coke in the morning I've done it before I'll do it again (laughs) like
2: it's no different to drinking the coffee to be fair
1: that's the way I like to see
0: it. it isn't a good deed for the day you
1: know no it is I mean treating your wife well is a good way to live you know so I do I'm gonna make a point of it tomorrow morning I'm going oat milk latte Extra foam, no foam, whatever Julian says. Sophie, what do you think of, of Alex liking Julian? Do you like Julian? Do you understand? Would you be taken by his charisma and charm?
0: Of course. I do love Julian. Um, yeah, it is very annoying. Like, even after she clearly knows that Brooke is with him, she's still kind of enticing that. And I don't like how Julian's looking back at her, you know. he is. He does seem like he's a bit intrigued, you know. Like he's he's got a big grin on his face and I don't like that.
1: He likes the attention, Dom. Is it though also I mean which we're, we're who are we imagining she's a like for like for in Hollywood right now? She obviously she's not like superstar like Margot Robbie kind of level. She's like a few levels down, but how famous are we thinking she is?
2: I don't know, she's she's not famous enough to to be able to turn down Half a million dollars It's true So she's probably Hillary Burton level Okay Shots fired No I'm just kidding I'm just messing about I have no idea But it's a, it's a good question It's a good question Like what what what's the benchmark But I'm going to say it here And I'm going to say it now I hate her I hate Alex I hate the character I want her gone The sooner she's out of One Tree Hill the better she changes the entire makeup and function of the show her coming in and being like like i'm being a mess and then going to bed and i'm gonna count the sheep it just changes everything and then millie is like part of that now and it's just like it just ruins like the the function of this program of being what once was a a teen drama with heartfelt storylines and actual real issues to just fucking nonsense get rid of it it's honestly so fucking stupid and I'm, I'm just going to leave that there. Thank you.
1: Wow, well said. Sophie, do you have a rebuttal, a retort, a reply?
0: Oh, for sure. Um, I don't know. I guess, like, the older I get, and now that I watch these, you can't help but think of, um, you know, Mark Schwann and just think how, like, oh, like, how many characters can he write like this? Like, do women like that actually exist? I don't know. That are just, like, ridiculously good looking and also ridiculously like rude, I don't know the way she is, but, um, and the fact that like, we've got Rachel in the same episode as well. It's like, I don't know, like they're kind of similar. It's kind of like, she's made her like a new Rachel, like kind of like what she used to be like when they introduced her. Um, I guess something I did like about her is that, um, did you recommend this episode it made like all the original cast, better like I feel like they all had a good episode because they're making her like the you know like the annoying one like causing the drama yeah no I definitely agree Tom. it's changed a lot since season one (laughs) thanks
2: (laughs) there's definitely like Julian definitely see he seems to come across as if he's enjoying this back and forth that he has with Alex and like when she gets her hands trapped in her hair I'd have been like Millie come and sort this out do you know what I mean like She's only around the corner Or I'd have just, got, or I'd have just gone and got one of the, the hair and makeup people That were floating around And be like, fix fix this moron And just walked <laughs> off That would have been it But I think he he's very Julian's very clued up He's very, you know, kind of um, On the ball with things And he knows what's going on And he's quite a sensible person So I think he knows what she's getting at At some, like, with the hair thing And we're talking about the you know whatever and when she turns up with the script at the end And like her flirty playfulness And he's like no I'm good Because I, and I think he kind of gets away with it Like with his like cheeky smiles and grins and stuff Because he's like I know exactly what you're doing I've worked with these types for my entire working life And I'm not interested But I'm just going to laugh it off at you Because it's funny But he might get caught out with it Soon enough like Brooke might be like What the fuck are you doing um, And he'd be like she's just a Moronic child Absolutely no interest in her Um, So yeah I I think he's clever enough to be able to go Ha 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 you're an idiot But yeah thanks but no thanks See you later Um, But she she does have that switch moment Right at the end of the episode Where she's like everybody thinks I'm dumb and stupid But this is a good script and you should read it And then she just goes immediately back into dumb and stupid And she's like Well that was just you know Six seconds of you being a good character And then it's gone
1: yeah, completely. I agree with everything both of you said, and Sophie, to bring it back to the Mark Swan point, that that two also um, rains heavy in my head or sits heavy there, and particularly we said this recently that the dialogue is so similar between these characters. They like, always use the word boy instead of like man or any other kind of. Noun to associate to a male person. It's always, mmm, boys, yummy. It's all very, like... And she's saying, you know, oh, I slept with a couple actors from the movie you was going to be on. Oh, and a couple crew. Or maybe at the same time. It's all this kind of salacious... Uh, You know, actually, if someone spoke like that in real life, I think I'd be like, are you okay? Mm. Like, as in, I think it sounds like you need, like, help. Like, actual therapy like this doesn't sound like healthy behavior hey it's all consensual and you're happy live your life you know do your thing but uh this doesn't uh, doesn't sound like a healthy way to be living
2: and it's it's definitely a a put off as well for someone to go hey oh i slept with the actors and the crew and all of it and probably hundreds of others and yeah my list goes on for for you know days I've got six books of names of people I've said. I know it's a device used by the writers and stuff and what what have you. And it's just his ridiculousness because he's horrendous. But also, make you, like exactly like you said, are you okay? For one, drug addict, drink problem. And two, that doesn't make me want to be anywhere near. It doesn't make you more desirable to me. And this
1: show is predominantly a female audience. So mm. what? who are they writing to? like as in i know that that's like a massive you know uh, assumption or stereotyping or whatever but i mean who is that an appeal to like it's like these things can be cheap tricks to use in movies that are targeting like you know a male audience you know predominantly i don't know i can't think of one like an american pie or something like that was like we're going for teenage boys like yes i know teenage girls enjoy it too but i'm just saying you know we want stuff in this stupid you know fart jokes dick jokes boobs we're putting that there and it's like okay but with this it's like but this is not what that audience is so it really is a bit of a a mismatch
0: Hmm. i know even like when she when she was finished getting like her makeup done and millie's like you look good and she's like i know i'm such a slut." it's like what does that have to do with anything like Like, what does that have to do with how you look? Like, <laughs> I don't think anyone would actually say that. But and know, um, that is
1: funny. Now you've said it, it's like that is quite funny, <laughs> but only funny because it's
0: ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> and watching this as well, like, kind of reminded me. Like, I feel like in season seven, like the humor takes like another turn. Mm. Like we said, like the fart jokes, and I know in the past few episodes they've been doing the whole like, "That's what she said." I don't know. Maybe it, it's the time, like, because I think it's coming into like 2010 now. Maybe like I don't know, that was the big thing. But
1: yeah, it's a what, weird what, time. The what early also, 2000s.
2: What I also struggle with is is the jokes about um, Brooke being old or being like fat or too large. You know, she she makes a lot of comments like that, and it's just like. Oh, fuck it, what planet are you on? <laughs>
1: she calls her a hag. They're vitamins, you hags. Yeah, like, that ridiculous. line was quite funny. That it's line was so... quite funny. <laughs> <laughs> she oh, said dude. to Millie, Millie's like, yeah, this is eyeliner. It smells quite a lot. She's like, you know you farted. Like, as in it's just so like, stupid. <laughs> like, what? Just... Could you imagine That's that in season, in season one where D- Lucas is reading Shakespeare in Karen's cafe and <laughs> submitting art secretively and you know your art matters and then next scene you got a fart joke it's like i don't know it's but like,
2: hey Haley, you let one go <laughs> fuck you smell worse <laughs> than mom's chili disgusting yeah.
1: <laughs> right yeah <laughs> crazy okay well hang, okay we've got let's keep going let's keep going because we're we're running short of time so we know you've got to go to work and we've also got to go on to someone else's podcast um <laughs> uh, but uh i want to talk about rachel now rachel in the when she was here in her first incarnation in season three four she came in in season three yeah i think she came in season three and okay character that stirred things up and stirred the pot but we found out that there was some more nuanced things about her right she had been She was overweight when she was younger and was kind of like fat shamed and bullied and X, Y and Z. And that had caused this and the other. Like I said, there's some nuance to it at the moment. Zero nuance. Like, what do we know that explains her? Hello, Luna. That explains her behavior. Um, Nothing like as in she really is just like a soap opera villain at this point. Mm
3: -hmm.
1: Is that is that how you Dom? Is that how you're seeing it?
2: Uh, well, absolutely, she. You know, we see the backstory of how they got together, and it's them explaining it like it's we're we gonna do, we'll say a line, then we'll see the backstory, and then we'll say a line, and we'll see the backstory, and how they conflict. You know, oh, we met each other; we, our eyes met across a darkened room, and it's like she's upside down in a fucking strip club, you know, um, and it, 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 it's and then they're in bed together, and just all these things, and it's just. Big daddy cash cow That's all it is As soon Gilly as up. he's As soon as like the money's mentioned And that he's You know he's talking about being the villain and stuff And she's like I need you That's that exact moment is This guy's got money I can I can sponge off of this I can, I can sponge off of this for a while And then But he's f- Sort of fallen for her Fallen into this trap of really like liking her And I don't know whether that will change now I think there, there might be a A switch maybe maybe not yet but some point in this season where he goes well she's just in it for the money because that is all she's in it for you know the guy that um she got to shout out in the crowd that he's a murderer you know he murdered his brother or whatever it's just like and she admits oh yeah I did that because it's for ratings it's for this it's for that and it's just for publicity it's just for money and that's all she wants that's all she's interested in but Dan at the moment kind of seems to not just be interested in that I wanted to to kind of better himself but I guess we'll see
1: yeah I mean, Sophie how are you feeling about Rachel so far mm. season seven
0: I like that she's back well obviously for the huge twist but um yeah I know it's like what you were saying like it kind of does feel like they have a genuine connection when you know they you know she says that she's gonna like help him and Um, get him through this kind of thing. But mm, I don't know, maybe that's just coming from Dan's side and not Rachel's, but um, something also in that scene that reminded me of, like, it kind of reminded me of the days when, like, Rachel and Mouth would hang out a lot. Like, you know how there was that one episode where Rachel and Mouth were just in her room during that storm and they just, like, talk about, like, life. Like, Rachel gets, like, really deep you know like philosophical almost like she talks about like why people are the way they are and things like that um i don't
1: know yeah no she does you're right and that's what's kind of a bit sad is at the moment she's just kind of this like soap opera villain so but you know we will we will see where it goes That's all about mouth and skills and their comic relief. I mean, this basically just comes down to the point that for the last three episodes they just haven't sat down and have a conversation. And Dom, as you always say from the beginning, if you there just communicated, there would be no issue.
2: I uh, I mean we literally have to rely on Jamie, who is the most, again, the most insightful character in the entire show, to fix their squabble and their issue. Yeah. Um and it is just yeah. Again, it was it just seemed like Pointless cutaway to me. That's all I have to say about them.
1: Anything to say about <laughs> yeah, them, Sophie? No. Sorry. Anything
0: it definitely to say has. About... Drag- so sorry. Um, yeah, it feels like this storyline has dragged on a few episodes now. Like it kind of could have been resolved, like in the first episode, like the funny back and forth, and then just being like, "All right, this is the reason why." But I don't know. But mouth has been all right this episode,
1: don't you think? <laughs> yeah, I mean, they have the conversation. I, I still thought he was like, you know, Skills, you're a great roommate. You can stay for as long as you like. Well, yeah, of course I fucking can. Like, why is it that I – why is it assumed that <laughs> I have to move out? Like, why are we not having a conversation? We moved in on the same day. We share the lease. That's If you want to move in with Miss Lauren – Lauren then why don't you Go and move in with her somewhere else like, Why is it that I have to leave You're making a choice for change You go and make that choice over
2: there Spot um. on oh, yeah, okay. I was com- <laughs> No, I was confused because you were saying If you want to move in with Miss Lauren But were you meaning skills or talking to mouth I, like I think I went
1: back I think I went back and forth between being thought, both okay, of okay. them okay. But Good. I just meant, yeah, if Mouth wants to move in with uh, really? Millie, he should move out and move in with her because he's the one that wants
2: to change. So Exactly, exactly. Just the, he He's the one that should be making that, that leap and saying, you know, hey, look, I'm looking for a new apartment. Are you likely to move in with, with we'll call her Miss Lauren. Are you likely to move in with Miss Lauren? No, I don't think so. I, I'm not kind of ready for that yet. Okay, well, I'm going to start looking for a new apartment. So you might need to find someone to live here.
1: Yeah. Maybe Junk, Junk and Fergie, one of them, both of them. Yeah. Just I'll send them the move in. That's
0: it.
2: Or Jamie. Right. <laughs> yeah.
0: and He's in never... saying that, it's probably the only storyline of the episode that's, like, actually realistic for their age. <laughs> you know, you're, in your mid to early 20s, like, that's what you're doing. Like, you're living in houses, like, you know, and share houses with friends, and you're not communicating properly. And, like, yeah, I've definitely been there. But...
3: Yeah. So true.
1: Well, I mean, the, the 20s is a time where you are developing and still and learning to become like an adult and going through those trials and tribulations we talk about all the time. Your frontal lobe is not even fully there and developed until you're in your mid-20s. You can't be out there being rock stars and things. This is why, sadly, there's so many issues with, like, young you know child actors and you know younger musicians and people that make it famous and have all of that success is they're not really able to compute and process all of those different emotions and you know it's like a bit of a sensory overload for anybody to deal with if you haven't even got a sense of who you are yet you know i don't know how anybody survives that but did you guys see macaulay colkin get his hollywood walk of fame star wasn't that a lovely yeah.
0: moment? Beautiful. Mm-hmm. Emotional.
1: <laughs> right? There with his two kids, beautiful wife, living life. Mm. I need to rewatch Home
0: Alone, just reminded me. It's the time of Hell year. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Then if you want to listen to our Home Alone podcast episode. I was talking to Tessa about it. She's watching the other four. She i I challenged her and said, If you were a real Home Alone fan, have you seen all six of them? Well she'd seen the first two. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, you know, the non-Macaulay Culkin ones Sophie, have you seen the non-Macaulay ones?
0: A very long time ago Yeah, I think when I was a kid I did see them But um, I'll watch them And I'll listen to the podcast
1: <laughs> I mean, they're fun But not for the right reasons
0: <laughs> I would honestly only watch them Just to listen to you guys Tear it apart Seriously <laughs> well, don't Thank you Yeah, it was Yeah <laughs> Well, we're
1: we're really running short on time, so we best move into judgments. Anything we missed, we'll hit there. But first, if you enjoyed this episode of the podcast... And how could you not? Then check us out, ravenshoops.net. Why, Dom? Because basketballs go through... Hoops. But yeah, Sophie, they also go through... Nuts. Ravenshoops.net. That's the Patreon. You can find all the additional content, perks, and benefits there. Sophie, who was your favorite performer of this episode?
0: Maybe might go with Paul, Johansson Cause he's not just cause he's uh, you know, a friend and I've zoomed Personal in a friend, but, Yes. Yes. Yeah. But no, I don't know. Um yeah, I don't know. It's good to see him back. Um and I thought he did a good performance, you know, when you see him at Rock Bottom in the in the strip club and And also again, like, and then it kind of turns to when he's on stage and he's in the suit and it's kind of nostalgic to like, you know, the old Dan Scott when he worked at the motor, the motor place and, you know, like seeing him in a suit again. Yeah, he's good as always. Killed it. Excellent.
2: Excellent. Dom? I also picked Paul Johansson for very much all of the same reasons. Just a good episode for him, like the back and forth. So, yeah, it was decent. And yourself?
1: Well, as if I wasn't going to go with Paul Johansson, personal (laughs) friend, all of us have zoomed him together at the same time. That's a unique thing to be able to say.
2: Makes sense to pick him then, doesn't it?
1: In fact, of the Ravens, it's only us three that could say that, right? Wow. So, there you go. (laughs) Powered up. Who's your favorite character of the episode, Sophie?
0: It was actually Millie. I kind of really enjoyed her. And I feel like in this, I don't know, maybe it's the point, but in these past few episodes this season, it's kind of like she's got this, like, new confidence. I don't know. And I really enjoyed her. And, yeah, I like that she's having, like, different storylines other than, like, just with Mouth or just with Brooke. I don't know. It's fun.
2: Nice. Dom? Uh, I picked Clay. Um, I, I thought, you know, there, there's a there's an edge to Clay. There's something, that the reason why he's doing all this boyish childish stuff hayley hits at it at him and he gets a bit defensive about it there's a trauma there there's an issue there's something that's happened that has meant that he's now that become this playboy where i don't think he was like it before and he's become it um but but like him for basically um telling renee to fuck off is is why i picked him what about you
1: I also went with Clay mainly because of how you reacted to him on the watch along, <laughs> just like head in mouth. <laughs> it just filled it filled me with joy. But I think also on this watch, watching it as like an older person, it I just like the just sort of just straight in. This is what's up, you know, kind of ad, kind of attitude. Sophie, who is your favorite background performer?
2: One line
0: or less? I say the snake.
1: Ooh. absolutely <laughs> that was python on python action <laughs> dom
2: uh, am i allowed the man in the crowd that calls dan out as a murderer you're a murderer murderer yeah. that guy <laughs> yeah he what? was
1: mine he was mine too i listened to ensure that he wasn't interrupted or had any back and forth it was just one <laughs> continuous line so i think i think that's fine Perfect. sophie what was your favorite line of the episode
0: Honestly, the only ones that stood out was like those kind of three clay lines that were iconic, but I might choose the one <laughs> that we haven't mentioned, which was when he shuts down Quinn and he's like, your husband must be so proud of you.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was good. We liked, we enjoyed that too. Dom?
2: I, I also picked a clay line, but it's one he says to Haley, uh, when he says, it's not fair hails, but nothing is. What about you, Simon?
1: I liked when, because of the watch along when Clay, and Clay was at the river court and Mouth comes up and says, Nathan, can I have a word? And Clay says, about what? Because it's like, you know, yeah, because we think he's being a snake python. <laughs> um, Favourite song, Sophie?
0: There's a song called Welcome Home that played over, like, the montage between, um, like, with Rachel and Dan, where it goes back and shows them how they met.
2: Nice, and Dom? Yeah, Welcome Home by Radical Face Exactly the same song, it's the one I picked
1: Of course, I picked that song Downloaded it, <laughs> play it course. every day Love it <laughs> And then last but not least is the Precious Precious Rating, Sophie, did you have a number in mind before we started this conversation? I did and Did it increase, decrease or stay the same?
0: Stayed the same
1: Dom, same questions?
2: Uh had a number, stay the same, Simon, same questions
1: had a number stayed the same we'll say them all after three and then the debate will begin Oh, so for clarity dom was at a six sophie at an eight me at a seven dom come to a seven sophie come to a seven we'll call it a seven what do we think
0: i was tossing up between a seven or an eight so i'd go to a seven
1: perfect dom
0: <laughs> we had rachel dom? and dan we had rachel in a strip club saving <laughs> come on
2: <laughs> okay okay i'll go to a seven i will be bullied into it Wa
1: bam we call this one a seven sophie it's always so good talking to you i hope when you do come to europe you will consider stopping off in in the uk we'd love to see you and thank you for coming on as always and
2: we look forward to the next one
0: thank you guys so much thanks for arranging your schedule for me
2: uh no problem it's been it's been great and we had you on the podcast late in season six and early in season seven and now it feels like we're gonna to have to wait forever so we'll have to sneak you in again at some point uh and make that happen because it's always great talking to you
0: thanks guys
1: but wait sophie last but not least how will, will dom do the ravens chant to get us out of here oh gosh
0: mm, i don't know no.
1: do you want him to point. do you want him to do an aussie an aussie accent he could be sleeping on a on a box of wine.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you did that last time, maybe. Oh, Why don't you do it like Simon? Can you impersonate Simon? <laughs>
2: I've been, have I been asked to do this before? Thank you, mate. Oh, maybe. Maybe.
0: <laughs> maybe an Australian <laughs> Simon put it together.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just Simon going, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Goodsy. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to go. <laughs> Ravens on three. Yeah. Is my, my wine box pillow one? Yeah. Oh yeah. Two? <laughs> oh yeah. And three? <laughs> oh yeah. The, Ray-Bons.
1: the Ray-Bons.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: ravens. The ravens. Ravens.
1: Excellent.